The following shear has been presented by Rav Shmuel Yeshaya Yafi, Chaber Sefer Shavile Tzioin, and has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. To reach the center for marital or familial matters, call the Evan Ezer Division at 1-888-485-VAAD or visit thehalachacenter.org. The Gemara introduction of Laman Beis brings a very important story that has a strong impact on the din of the Tyre and Parshish Kedoshim Lefnaiver Lesit and Mechshol. I'd like to share with you a fascinating story that happened and the numerous halachic details that it revolves around, including a very important Shiloh about our Gemara, as well as Lefnaiver in general, many different Shilohs. The story goes about a lady who was preparing Shlach Manis, Mishleach Manis, to send to her friends, and she purchased a box of little tea bags. Now, the tea bags were assorted different varieties and flavors, and of course there was a heksher on the box, as well as a specific heksher on every single little packet. What she did not realize at the time was that there were six different flavors, and one of the six flavors had an O-U-D, not just an O-U. So again, the box was kosher, but inside, and the packets, every sixth pack, in other words, the vanilla flavor or whatever it was, had apparently some milk in it, which was stam, and she had put one tea packet in every single one of the Mishleach Monas. So now the question is, as soon as she got wind of that, does she have to go call all the different recipients of her Mishleach Monas and notify them that, hey, I gave you something, it's milchik, it's stam, be careful, or not? Obviously, making that phone call would be quite embarrassing, quite humiliating. Now, the truth is that everybody got a packet of tea which has a heksher. But as we know, many people do not look at the heksher. And even though Purim is very confusing and there's a lot going on, it's always good to take a look. But you definitely cannot rely that everybody is going to see it. And therefore, she should have to call up the people until she finds the ones that got the Chal of one and notify them. Because there's a chiv to notify people. First of all, there's a chiv la frushe me'isura. And second of all, like we're going to learn here in our Gemara, there's a din of lufnei iver leisiten mechshel. The problem is, obviously, that that's very, very embarrassing, very humiliating. It's most uncomfortable for her to go call up all her friends on perm or whenever it is to tell them this. And therefore, the question is, does she have a heter not to notify all the recipients that they might, chas be drinking a tea with chalav stam and chas maybe during a fleshiga meal? We'll begin with the chiv la frushe meisura, that a person that knows that somebody else is about to sin in any which way, like the Rambam says in Sefer, a mitzvah, mitzvah, reish, nazif zula senu meumoseinu sheyechta. Anybody in our nation shall not allow anybody else in our nation to sin. And that is the obligation of la frushe meisura, as we find many places, that you have to make sure to be mafra somebody from Avera if you have the ability to do so. Now, the Ritva in Kedushan, Chavzayin Amidbez, says that the reason for this din is because Kal Yisrael now you can wonder the following. We know that the Russian Brachas Tavchov is famous for saying that there's no din of arvis of Chal Yisrael Arabim Zelazeh by women. And if that's the case, maybe we could allow ourselves to say that there won't be a din of Afrushim Eisura incumbent upon women because they're not Bechlal Arvis. However, there's a famous Machlekes, Rabbi Kivager and the Slach, if the rush really means to exclude women at all from Arvis, or Rabbi Kivager opines that he meant something more specific and local, but of course Arvis in general applies by women as well. Secondly, there's a very strong possibility, like I elaborated in other places, that even if you say that Nashamanat Bechlal Arvis, there's still a concept that Jews generally are teammates, 
and they're one team, and that also is a element of Arvis, which probably would apply even by women as well. Just for example, there's a Sefer Haredim that says, excuse me, Sefer Hasidim that says that the reason why you have to be nice to Bailam Chaveri is because Kali Yisrael Arivim Zelazeh, just for an example. Of course, that would apply by women as well. But more locally speaking, that Ritva that we mentioned in Kedushan Chavzayin and is actually talking about the Koyin who's making the site to swear in Parshas Nasai and in the Sugi Kedushan over there. Guess what? She's a lady swearing, and the Ritva is saying that the Koyin is doing this because of Afrushimei Yisura. So we see clearly that there is Arvis by women as well in that Ritva itself. So obviously, whatever the Pshat will be, a lady is included L'chaira in Arvis. And I once saw this Raya in the Mincha Silas, Rapinchas Hirschsprung Zatzal's grandfather. However, I believe that there might be a way out of the Raya, that maybe by the Parsha of Saita, the Koyin is actually fulfilling the obligation of the husband of the Saita to verify the situation. Not necessarily is it a Raya that there's Arvis from the Koyin to the Isha, and hence to all women. But in general, it's a Chiddush Godel to say that there shouldn't be a Chiv Lafrushim Eisura on women. I just wanted to mention that because it's interesting and perhaps possible. Also, of course, we have to address the issue in this question, which obviously is fundamentally based in our Gemara, L'fnei'ivra L'sitad Michshel. L'chaira, this lady gave this tea to the women that received the Shlachmanas from her, and they did not know what they're in for, and therefore she has to notify them, because of L'fnei'ivra L'sitad Michshel. Which brings us to our Gemara. <coughs> Let's see the Gemara. The Chiyad the Rabbah Baravuna, the Ravuna Karash Yeroi Ba'anpei Rabbah Berei, Amar Ezel Ichzi Yerosach Yiloi Rosach. Ravuna ripped Shiroyan in front of Rabba because he wanted to see, he wanted to test his son Rabba to see if he would get angry or not. Says the Gemara of Dilma Rosach the Kohavar Lifnaivar Lisitim Mikshal. Maybe Rabba's going to get angry. And meanwhile, Ravuna was Machshalim, he's over on Lifnaivar to Rabba. So the Gemara says, the Machalel Yikari. Rabba, Ravuna's son Rabba, might get angry. The answer is that Ravuna was Michael his covet, and therefore, what would be the problem if Rabba would get angry? Rashi says that he might say something inappropriate to his father. I think others speak out that maybe he might even hit his father, Chas Shalom. And therefore, by Ravuna ripping some shiroi, some expensive silk in front of Rabba, he can actually be able of naive by causing Rabba to do this. Like the Gemara says, "V'dilma rosach v'kavar alif naive le'sitin mechshel." Answers the Gemara, "The machalei There's so much to discuss about this Gemara, which we're not going to elaborate on that much right now. But just one point. There's a famous Shaila about Lifnaiver. Lifnaiver Lisita Mikshal means you should not put a stumbling block in front of a blind person. Now if you put a stumbling block in front of a blind person as he's walking down the road, and then lo and behold he decides to take a sharp ninety degree turn and doesn't hit the brick. Were you ever Lifnaiver or not? Similarly, the din that we know from Avedizara, Davov and many other places, that Minayan Shalayoshit, Averman Achaila Nochri and Khoisyain Lanozir, because of Lufnaivali Sitin Mikshal. Let's say you give a Khoisyain to a Nazir and he doesn't end up drinking it. Were you ever Lufnaivali Sitin Mikshal because you were a Sitin Mikshal, you put the Mikshal there, or do we say that no? The Isser is only when the person actually is Nikshal, when he does stumble in the stumbling block slash Avera that you put in front of him. That is a fundamental Shaila which the Yad Malachi and many other Gedele discuss. And one of the primary sources to this question is obviously our Gemara. Because the Gemara says, Ezel Echzi Yirosach Yiloi Rosach, says the Gemara, V'dilma Rosach, V'ka'ovar Alifna'ivar Lisitin Mikshol. Maybe you'll get angry and it'll be over on Lisitin Mikshol. So there's two ways to learn this Gemara. 
one way would be a riot to one side and one way to the other side. In other words, not necessarily is there proof. Like the Yad Malachi has this Havamina Maskana, as do other Achreinim. Let's see it inside. How do we read this? Maybe he'll get angry. And by ripping this Shirayin in front of him, he's being Ayrim. Because maybe he'll get angry. So the fact that maybe he'll get angry is already It's a Vada because of the situation of the Suffolk that he's going to get angry. Or you could read the Gemara of Adilma Rosach, maybe he'll get angry, Rabbi will, and then, having Rabbi gotten angry because of you, Rav Huna, will be making that Rav Huna was <coughs> So again, is Lefnei only if you actually did commit the sin, or is it even if you didn't, because Lemaisa, you put the Avera, the Mikshel, in front of you. So there's no riot from this Gemara either way, like the Yad Malachi points out. Lahalocha, the Yad Malachi says that you're over as soon as you put it there. Whereas Reb Itzel and Chelik Bey Simamem Tess says that you're only over if he's Nikshal Bepoil. Otherwise, you're not over if naively see the Mikshan. It's a Machlekes Achreinim. But again, the Yad Malachi says you're over right away. And the Priyatchak and Chelik Beis Simon says you're not over unless the person actually was Nikshal in the Avera. And that is very important for our Shiloh. Because according to the Yad Malachi, this lady was already over if Basically, even if the tea was never enjoyed at all. She's over Lefneiver. However, according to the Priyitzchak, you're only over if you actually, if she actually does use the tea, the recipient of the Mishleach Manas. So the question about if Lefneiver is still on the line or not is going to revolve around this Machlekes Achreinim and about how to learn our Gemara here in Kedushim. Let's just discuss numerous points about different stadim to be makel in this scenario. Number one, there's a famous sugya in Yeridei, in Kufya Test of Zion, the halacha is that if Reuven is machmer on something and Shimon is not, Reuven is allowed to eat by Shimon because he knows that even though Shimon eats this stuff, he knows that Reuven doesn't. And because of Lufnei Yivrili Sita Mikshel, the Rishonim and Paisim speak out, Reuven could rely on Shimon that he wouldn't give it to him, even though Shimon considers this 100% mutter. So we see from that sugya a very important number of points. First of all, we see that there's Lefneiver, even if the recipient is only a Shagig in the Avera. Second of all, apparently, we see that there's Lefneiver, even if the recipient is only being over in Isidur Abanon, which is also a numerous uh, big Shiloh in the Paiskim, as we'll get to. And also, very important, we see over there in the Paiskim, without going through all of them, that they want to say that when it's Nikir, in other words, if let's say Shimon is giving something to Reuben, Shimon holds its mother, Reuben holds its usher, but Reuben will be able to see, hey, that's the thing that I hold its usher. So then Shimon is allowed to give it to him because Reuben knows that this is something that I don't eat. So Reuben is, Shimon is not being able with neighbor because it's nicker. So first I thought that it's a good comparison to here because over here also there's a heksher. And not only that, it's a strange, unusual flavor. Maybe it would trigger you to look. But the truth is that not necessarily would this be called as nicker, as recognizable as the scenario over there. And there's actually a lot to discuss about this issue of whether we can rely on the fact that somebody is going to check the Ashkoch or not. But I would like not to elaborate on that too much right now. Because statistically speaking, I believe most people are not going to check. And therefore, you would still be in a little bit of a pickle if you have a chiv to notify the recipient of the Mishleach Monas. So before we get back to numerous steps in Lefnaiv, I would like to clarify that, in my opinion, there's no question over here of an Isidai Raisa. Because A... Eating this milchigat tea with flesh can only be a chash de rice if you're actually drinking the tea 
and it's real, real milchiks at the same time that you're eating meat. Even then, it wouldn't be so simple. But if it's a hot tea, maybe you could have what to worry about, or hot meat. However, to be chayshed, that someone's going to drink the tea at the same time that they eat the meat, not necessarily is that some far-fetched scenario that we have to entertain that it's going to happen. Rather, we're talking about any other scenario where they're drinking the tea, even during a meat meal, but not at the same time, or definitely if they're drinking the tea at any other time of the day, there wouldn't be a severe, significant Shiloh of Basa B'chalof. Then we're only left with the Shiloh of Chalof Stam. Now, Chalof Stam is at most an Isidur Abonon. Even though today's Chalof Stam means that it was not properly observed with all the Yiddish HaShkachas, which means that it might have other Shilas, like for example, there was a Shilah that they puncture the cows and then they milk them, so you're drinking Chalof of a Trefa. However, first of all, you don't know for sure that there was always like that, only some of the time, and even if it's most of the time, but there are Paiskim that hold that it's Mutter, and we're not going to elaborate that, but it's possible that Chalof Stam could have some type of Srach of a Shilah over there, Isa. However, there is still a Makam Lohakam. And therefore, I think that we're only dealing over here with the Shiloh of the Rabbanon. Now, that being said, let's get back to Lifnaiver. I wanted to suggest numerous pilpulim to be makal in the Lifnaiver here. First of all, there's a Ramban that says that there's no Lifnaiver by Anisar the Rabbanon. And even though we don't pass him like that, but there is such a Ramban. Second of all, we know that the famous Nesiva says that if you're over on Anisar the Rabbanon B'Shayyig, you didn't do an Aver at all and you don't have to do Tshuva. That's the Nesivas in the end of some Reish Lama Dalit. And there's a lot to discuss about that, but that's what he says. Logic would dictate that according to that, I shouldn't have an Isra of Lufna'ivar to make my friend be over in Isidra Banam because if he didn't do anything wrong, what did I do wrong? However, there's a lot to be infallible about that, and many others say clearly that there's Isidra Banam on Isidra even on Adra Banam We're not going to elaborate on that much more now, but you can see Shvili Tzin, Chelik Beis, Simon Aleph, and Beis. More than that, there's a Ramban and Yivom as Pedalarim and Beis, as well as some Seifer and Chesh Mishpat, Simon Reish Beis, and also see Beis Yitzchak, Yeridei Aleph, Simon Vav, and the Mavtechis, that perhaps, how do we know that women are obligated, restricted on all these surin in the Torah, because Hishva of because women were compared to men with regard to all Averis in the Torah. Now, all Averis in the Torah of Einshin, However, Averis She'ein Ben Malchus and such, not necessarily do we have a hashva, a comparison of women to men, and hence, Lavin and the Torah, like Lefnei, they see the Mishnah that don't have Malchus, Lechera are not included, and therefore should not apply by women. Of course, the Chinech and Mitzvah and Lahalacha, we definitely go that ladies are obligated in Lefnei, just like men, but I'm just throwing that out there, because there are some Achrenim that entertain such a possibility, which would obviously help our dear woman over here who has this struggle that she doesn't want to go through the humiliation of calling all her Mishleach Manas recipients. Also there's a Ran and Yuma the Dalaram and Beis and the Dafei Arif and it's understandable what the Drisha says in Yeridei Semen Aleph that you can't rely on ladies only with regard to themselves because Lefnaiva is very lenient in their eyes and now the Gemara and Yuma, uh, sorry, neither Nunzayin Amaralaf as well as Rashi and Chul and Gimel Amaralaf says that the whole reason sounds like the reason why somebody is trusted to give someone something is because of Lefnei Vrlei Sita Michshel. If that's the case, then you lose the reliance on ladies altogether. 
even though Rashi Nivamas Peiches says that Eid Echad is Nemen Bisturin, and therefore, when someone tells you something kosher or they give you something, you can rely on them, but if there's no Lufnaiva by ladies, then a little bit you lose that. Again, Lahalacha, I wouldn't rely on that. I'm just throwing it out there because it's fascinating. Another few fascinating tidbits, even though not all of them are Lahalacha, there's a Chuvah's base Sharm and Yeridei, Simon Yedzayan, that says that when the person gave the thing to the other party by mistake, they won't be Lufneiver. He wants to say that Lufneiver, they seek the Mishra, we make a drasha, that it has to be Nichile. Therefore, if the lady who gave the Mishlech Manas did not mean to do the Avera at all, or to give an Avera a they wouldn't be Lufneiver. Also, there's a fascinating Kiddush from the Bach and Arachayim, Simen Kuf Samachtes, and the way the Arach Mishpat explains it in and also that the Bach seems to hold like if you give a guest food and he doesn't make Brechas Hamazin you're not perhaps because he's not being over right away that second and since when you give it to him he's not over Miyad there's not going to be the Svar in this I would imagine is that the whole Hefza is when I gave you the Mikshal so if the Mikshal is not right when I gave it to you we don't see me giving you in Mikshal we see you giving me food I'm giving you Mishlach Manas I'm giving you a bag with food in it I don't see you being Mikshal the other person unless you actually do it Miyad that would be the Svar the problem is there are numerous Gemaras and Avedizara, that sound like there's Lufnaivir because of three days later, and this and that. So you do have to work that out. But the Arach Mishpat seems to go with this Bach as a sniff. So that would be interesting, because obviously over here you don't have the problem of Miyat. I also think that we have a very, very important, powerful Sveik Sveika to be Mekel over here. We have a suffix that maybe they're going to throw them in the garbage or whatever it is and not drink the tea. And even if they will, first of all, maybe they already did. Right? We're not talking about five minutes afterwards. So that's also a suffix, especially in the case that actually came to me, it was the next day. So there's a very strong suffix that it was already used, which means, unfortunately, that it's too late to worry about Fushime uh, Surah. And even if it wasn't used, maybe it will not be used. And even if it, was, it wasn't used yet, and it's going to be used, maybe they'll see the Heksher. So there's a very strong three Sveikas. Maybe it was used already. Maybe it's not going to be used. And maybe even if it's used, it's going to be looked at. Also, there's an element of Kavra Brias over here. Because like the Prima Godem writes in the end of the Chakir, is Chakir Hay, in the end of Tevis Goyma, that the Malbun Pnei Chavayar is even three people. And there's a strong Indian of humiliation. And we know that Godel Kavra Brias, Shadecha Kol Now the truth of the matter is, not necessarily could you just flick Lifnaiva and such because of Kavra Brias. And certainly, you have to really know the exact barometer. How do you measure Kavra Brias? I mean, this is not the worst situation. This is not like when someone's wearing climb that they have to take off their clothing in public if it's climb there, I say. This is talking about just a minor humiliation and uncomfortableness. So you have to know. There are cases where people were invited to a party and to cancel the party and not make Brichas Kedushin or Brichas Pidgin Aben, look in the Ramah and Shin Lamates and Rav Meisha Feinstein and Yeridei Al of Kuf Tzadik Vav that allows this to happen even though the Bir Allah and Simon Tzadik Beis looks like he's more Machmer. <clears throat> there definitely is a Mokim Lohakal by Kavar Abriz, but you do have to know how much Kavar Abriz you need for that. So all in all, I just wanted to discuss the numerous Tzadim about this Isha's obligation because of Lufna Iver as well as Afrush Surah 
that it could be you could be Mitzar of the Sveik that we mentioned, together with the fact that it's only a Shiloh of the Rabbanon, and the numerous different strands of Heter that we mentioned with regard to Lusnaiva in this scenario, as well as the fact that there is a Kavadabriyas element that maybe she shouldn't have to make those dreadful phone calls. The Daf Yomi Halacha series has been brought to you by the Base Havad Halacha Center. To sign up for the Halacha Center's weekly interactive e-journal, please email subscribe to info at thehalachacenter.org.